welcome back to another episode of Here I Do. I'm Tania. And I'm Ashley. And we are talking about bridal party stuff today. More about expectations, the expectations you have um, when you're selecting your bridal party and when you've asked your friends to like help join you in during this engagement process. So we have two wonderful guests on the show with us tonight um, to discuss all things bridal party with us. One guest is familiar if you are who I do the listener. So guests introduce yourselves. I don't care which order y'all go in. <laughs> My name is Jasmine Miller Clark. I am currently living in the Bay Area of California. I am a, a labor and delivery nurse manager. Um, I've been a travel nurse for the last five years. Um, and my husband and I have recently uh, settled down in the Bay Area. Um, and we are just living and loving um, in this area. We enjoy traveling and enjoy each other. That's how it should be. Yes. <laughs> I think you're the first nurse on here. I was about to say it's Nia. Besides William. Well, yeah, besides me. But yeah. Okay. Hey, nurse buddy. Hey, girl. <laughs> All right. Um, Shantae. Um, my name is Shantae Alsay, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia with my husband, Eddie. I have owned a travel agency that's dedicated to destination weddings for the past eight years. Um, I've done it on the side. We're both CPAs by trade, but I've done this on the side for about eight years. And in February of this year, I took the leap of faith and left my job as an accountant to do destination weddings. And then Corona shut the world down in March. So this has been a very, very, very amazingly interesting year for me. Um, but things are looking great going into 2021. I'm currently planning 26 weddings at the very same time. So um, lots of weddings are happening. Lots of traditional weddings are now moving towards destination weddings. So I love talking about weddings. I love talking about my wedding experience. So feel free to um, to ask me anything for my opinion. Yes. Congratulations. Great. I saw Shantae's testimony post on Instagram yeah. uh, a little while ago. And I was like, that is amazing. I didn't even really think is. about the fact that like, there are so many brides that had pushed their wedding off this year or they got engaged throughout this year. And it's like, you know what? We didn't get to go nowhere this year. So we are going to like have our wedding in Mexico or we're going mm -hmm. to like somewhere that is not here <laughs> and everyone's going to yeah. celebrate with us and you get a coin in the process. So I'm here for it. No, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, yes, listeners. Um, again, Shantae was on the show back. I think the episode aired in June, July ish. Mm -hmm. But her destination wedding was like everything. So, <laughs> um, please go back and listen to that episode when you get a chance. But uh, so let's let's talk about weddings for a little bit since the meat of this show is going to be mostly about like bridal party and stuff like that. Jasmine, you got married this year or was it last year? I got married in 2019. 2019. November 10, 2019. Ooh, oh, okay. So, so, you just so right before Corona hit. I did. One year down. Oh. A lifetime to go. <laughs> Great. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, yes, the fact that you Yes, congrats. So both Thank of y'all were like last fall. Or we were literally December. like within weeks of each other. I was December the 7th. So I was right after her. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, you got an anniversary yeah. coming up. Yes, girl. But I'm done. <laughs> I already got his gift. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> 
you got the football gift. She got the gift like every <laughs> man wants right now. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, how much are PS5s? All right, well, <laughs> we have done all this this year. You might or might not get one. It'd be all right. Um, all right, so tell us, like, in both of you, in maybe five words or less, how would you describe your wedding last year? Magical, okay. grand, fun. You said three words, right? Five or less, so that works. Okay. Or maybe my mind said five and I said three, but... <laughs> I will use those three. Okay. Shante? Um, I would say the same thing. The first thing when you said name it in a few words, fun was like, it was so much fun. At the same time, it was very overwhelming. It was a lot to be the bride and to like... To be the one person that everybody wants a picture with. So definitely a, a little overwhelming, but fun, overwhelming, and um, amazing. It was the best day of my entire life. Like, if there's any one day that, like, literally just, like, sticks with me, I, like, relive my wedding day almost every day of my life. Like, I'm like, babe, can you marry me every five years? Can we, um, can we do this again? So, yeah, I think we're going to have a vow renewal in five years because it was it was so much fun now there's a lot of things that would change but it was still like the best day of my life oh that's good that's good yeah. i don't think i want to have a, a a huge wedding like that every five years i think <laughs> you nailed it on the head when you said overwhelming when people tell you who've had weddings before oh it goes by fast it goes by fast and you're like okay I don't think you realize I just woke up and now the day's over. It is, it go, it's like that because you're literally being pulled in so many places. You got to get up, mm -hmm. get dressed, get your hair done, get your dress on, say the words, party for a little bit. And then it's pictures, pictures, pictures. Everybody wants a picture. And I, I think I took that for granted for how many weddings I've been to. And it's like, oh, I didn't get a picture with the bride, but you just, they just don't have a chance. Everybody wants to see the bride, say hello, and it's a chaotic day. You're truly. Fun, I, I told myself that I told myself that I'm not taking pictures with any more brides and grooms at their wedding. Like if it's not like on the dance floor, like in, being captured by the photographers, I'm never, ever asking a bride and groom to take a picture with them during their wedding day ever again. I don't I'm not doing it. It's like you understand now. Like, let them, let them. Also, the stress of if I don't get invited. Like, it's okay, sis. I get it. It's, it's all right. You'll, yeah. I'll still send a gift. It's okay. Right. You know, I, not and I think people, like people don't acknowledge that either. Like, they have actual family. I'm just a friend. Right. It's okay. I definitely. Saw I won't be mad. Right. I saw in a Facebook group a few weeks ago where somebody was complaining that like about someone having the, like their wedding or whatever, and they're like, "Do I have to get her a gift?" Though I was like, I was invited. I don't feel like coming because of COVID. Do I have to get her a gift? And I'm thinking, if you were going to go to the wedding, like, how, what is this? What's the relationship? between you and this person anyway if they invited you yes like please find them something even if it's just a little target gift card like so my thought process was or is and still is weddings and and guests and things and this is how I feel like it gets blown up to you know oh because a lot of times people feel the person who babysat you that one time when you were one and a half 
they feel like they're entitled. Why didn't I get an invitation or, or, you know, oh, I saw him that one time playing baseball when he was five. Why didn't I get an invitation? And then they feel obligated and things of that nature. If these are not the people who are going to nurture your relationship and, and be invested in the growth of, of you and your husband and your family and, and spiritually and emotionally and you as a unit, because a lot of these people, you will see them on that day and they'll celebrate with you and you will never hear from them again. There, there yeah. We had a, yeah. 175 guests and I guarantee you in the whole year I've been married, I have not heard from 175 people. Wow. Maybe 20, maybe 20, maybe 30. Yeah. But I have not heard from 175 people. We had a 175 person wedding. Yeah. Because cousins and, and these people and, and their spouses and they had to be invited. But I was invited to their wedding. So I felt obligated to invite them to my wedding and, and things of that nature. Don't let that need or obligation make you feel like, well, I have to do that. That's going to blow your budget. That's No, this is for you and for him and for God and your mama and dad. You know what? I don't think people break it down that way. Um, yeah. And I think these lists will decrease if people really think about it that way, you know, because 175 people, that's a lot of people. That and is like a your, lot of people. And and that's a lot of money. And so that is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so to, to actually say you have not heard from any of those people this whole year, that's crazy. So in one year, you don't even have time. Like, no. Yeah. I don't yeah. think 175 people have even checked on the health of our marriage, like, or, or the health of just you in, in one year. That's true. And it, those are the people who are supposed to be praying for you and praying for your success and praying for your marriage. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who you want there. And that's why I'm such a fan of small weddings, small, you know, or destination, because that puts the onus on the guests. And those mm -hmm. are the people who you really know who are going to say, I want to be there for the bride. I really want to be there for the bride and the groom because I am invested in their relationship or, yeah. you know, I, you know, smaller situations. Those are the people who, you know, are, are truly, truly there. The, the bigger is a show. We, yeah. and we had no, a I show. completely agree with that. <laughs> we had a show. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can completely agree with that. That's that's one of the reasons why I decided to do destination is because it was so hard. It would have been so hard to narrow down a guest list if it's here. Like we both went to high school here, we both went to college here. So you got people from like different places in the workplace. You got people from school, like you said, like that babysitter. You have your parents, and then their friends, and then their friends, and then the aunties and uncles. And so it's like. When I was creating my guest list, I'm like, if I invite this person, then I'm going to have to invite all six people, like, from that little circle, or somebody's feelings is going to be hurt, or I can't invite them at all. And so with a destination wedding, I was like, listen, I'll invite all of y'all, and whoever comes, <laughs> whoever's going to pay to come, that's who will be there. So it really helps you to narrow down, like, who's willing to ride for you, especially if you, I mean, my wedding and my engagement were all in the same year. So it was like, you got to afford this money out real quick. So if you want to see this wedding, you know, it's on you. But um, that's, we couldn't do traditional because there was, there would have been no way to narrow down that guest list. So kudos to you for being able to do that. 
Um, and it, it makes a lot, it makes for a lot of uncomfortable conversations, especially like, have you been in a lot of weddings before? Like I've been in like six weddings before. So I'm like, do I got to make all these girls my bridesmaids? And I guess that kind of blends into like the topic at hand is, you know, we're friends, but I, I didn't ever, I, I never wanted to have bridesmaids. Like I wanted my wedding to be like no stress on nobody. Like I don't want anybody to feel like you have to do something for me. Like you don't have to plan my bridal shower. You don't have to collect gifts for me. I didn't want to have any sort of like explicit or implicit expectations on anybody. So I didn't want a bridal party at all. Like literally, like it was, the plan was originally for it to be just me and him. And then I was like, man, like, my, what about my best friend? Like, the girl that I talk to, like, every single day. Like, I kind of want her to be my maid of honor. And then I was like, well, what about, like, my other best friend? Or what about my mom? Like, I want my mom to be my maid of honor. So it, it really, I went down that rabbit hole of having bridesmaids when I really initially did not want to have any. And my husband, he didn't, he didn't ask his brother to be his groomsman slash best man until a week before the wedding y'all like I had like three bridesmaids slash maid of honors and he never asked his brother he's like I'm sticking with the plan we're not gonna put that on anybody they're already paying to get here like we're not doing that and so yeah so it was it was that part is really tough that's so funny though I think we're the same person I originally said I don't want any I don't want any I just want again something small, me and you, yada. My husband was the one that's like, oh, no, we having this big wedding. We're doing this. We're doing that, which is so funny how traditional TV roles were reversed. And he had all these groomsmen. He's, he, I think he initially started with like nine people that he wanted to have. And I was like, I don't even think I have nine close friends like that. Like, where are we going to come up? How is that going to work? And um, we uh, eventually agreed on five, five and five. That was like our happy medium. And um, he had his five down and asked his five and they all agreed. And I asked my five and on the day of my wedding, I ended up with three. Yeah. So, okay. The day of my wedding, I ended up with three. Um, And to answer your question, Shantae, I have been a bridesmaid um, before. And I think what people don't realize, being a bridesmaid, you know, again, I think TV makes it look like fun and, you know, and and again, that glamorous. (laughs) And I've never been a maid of honor. um, But being a bridesmaid is work. It is work. It is things. It's things to do. It is money to be spent. And having my bridesmaids, I I knew it would be work, but I tried to make it as easy on them as possible because I had been a bridesmaid before, and I knew that they would be, you know, spending money to get to Atlanta. I got married. I lived in California, but I was getting married in Atlanta, and so I knew that they would be spending money to get to Atlanta, spending spending other money like on the bachelorette and things of that nature. So I tried to make it as cost effective for them as possible. So I spent a lot of money of my own on my bridal shower and I spent a lot of money on my own for them. Um, So therefore they would not have to show out um, a lot of their own money because I've been in that position before. Like, dang, I done spent all this money being a a bridesmaid and I got to spend money on this and I got to spend money on that and I got to spend money on my hair and all these other things. It's expensive, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, I can, I can completely agree with that. Like I, 
I literally, for my bridal shower, I paid for the venue and I paid for the food. I was like, y'all can just handle decor. And um, because I just, yeah, I I did not want to put any sort of like pressure, you know, on anybody. And I bought like for my three, you know, maid of honors, all three of them, I bought all of their dresses because I'm like, I don't want, you know, and I was like, you pick it out. As long as it's black, it's good. Like as long as it's long and black, you pick it out, I'll pay for it. Um, but yeah, it, it, it it's a really, it's really challenging. The guest list, the bridal party, because I feel like with weddings and funerals, you really get to see people's like inner core. And unfortunately you get to really see who's selfish and who's not selfish. And like, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about like selfish, like monetarily, but you get to see who's selfish, like at heart, like really like you care about this, like, People get in their feelings at weddings and funerals. Um, and it's, it's really, 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 really tough to when people forget about what's really happening. You have two souls that are coming together that are getting married, but you're worried about why you're not in a picture or why you are, you know, not in the wedding or, yeah. Or why right. you can't bring a plus one. That oh, was a, my That goodness. was an argument. <laughs> that was a, when, when the, when the yeah. rule is engaged or married, but you can't, why, why you yeah. can't bring a plus one. But if you're not engaged or married, that was a big thing. Why, why can't I have a plus one? Why, why I can't have a plus one? What, are you married? Are you engaged? That was a thing with a lot of people. Yeah. So y'all are already like hitting on several of the points that we're going to get into <laughs> tonight, which makes me excited that this is going to be a good episode. First, before we get there, though, because I can already tell this is going to be good for real. Um, let's play the quick game or this or that. And we will um, go into the ad real quick and then we'll get into the topic. But um, okay, so this will be a little lighthearted. It's still bride bridal party related, but pick your option of the two and then tell us why. So um, Jasmine, we'll start with you, and then Shante, you answer. Then Tania, and then we'll start over. Round one: having an even number of bridesmaids and groomsmen, or having an uneven number. I wanted an even number, but I ended up with an uneven number, and it was still just as magical, just as beautiful. Do whatever makes your soul happy, sis. Good, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Jasmine. Um, it honestly does not matter. Like, it's seriously, like, I've had, like, again, being a wedding planner at the same time where I'm like, you know, I have brides that are like, we want an even number. Like, we want this person that, you know, every guy escorts every girl and every, you know, it does not matter when people start walking down the aisle, whether they're walking down solo, not solo, whether there's people standing here or standing, it seriously does not matter at all. Like it really doesn't matter. Okay. Tania, what about you? Oh, I guess because I'm not there yet. I want an even number. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll see, you know, but I say even. How about you, Ashley? 
Um, I'm with uh, Jasmine Shante. I it really doesn't matter. I really don't even care at this point in my life and stage of things. I really I don't want to say I want to have a bridal party, but I would want to redo my bridal party. So, uh, however that shapes up on my side and his side, whatever. I don't. I, it, it it doesn't matter. I want to add a caveat to that. Okay. In your wedding planning process, that's going to be the least of your concerns. Meaning, I, like I said, I started with five. He started with five. One of them dropped out early. Okay. So I had four. Okay. That's fine. My maid of honor dropped out 30 days before. Okay. 30 days before. All of my bridesmaids, and she sent a text message to my bridesmaids. Okay. And they all like called me blowing up, blowing up, expecting me to be, oh my God, freaking out. But at 30 days before, or even 60 days before or whatever, Mm -hmm. you have so many other things to figure out and so many other things going on with the wedding and your life and work and other things. Because I'm still working in other things, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to lose another seven pounds and other things. That didn't even phase me. It was like, okay, you get what I mean? So whether or not I had two people up there and he had 17, that did not matter. Mm-hmm. We still getting married. Right. Whether the play, the whole venue had washed away, we are still getting married. If nobody showed up, we are still getting married. If it rained, we are still getting married on right. that day. So that's good. If it's even or not, that does not, I'm telling you, though, that is one of the things, you, you think about all these things that would matter or would not matter. Like, I remember, because I got married outside, I was so worried about the weather. It didn't matter. We were going to figure it out. We getting married somewhere in that building, somewhere right. around there. In the parking lot, they were going to figure it out. <laughs> There's always a contingency yeah. plan. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like I was very, very stressed about little things. So if that's my best advice to future brides, don't let the little things stress you out, especially about the number of bridesmaids and groomsmen being even or not. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. All right. Next question. Having your grandma as a flower girl or having some little kid as a flower girl? (laughs) My grandma was, both of the grandmas were our flower girls. Oh, perfect. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> it was beautiful. That I was so worth it. it. And then additionally, because we had no children, it was all adults. So it just would make it awkward. Like, oh, let me use your kid for 30 minutes. And then you got to you gotta figure them somewhere. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it just made it, made it better, easier. I like that. Shantae, I we, know we I, had an we had a, we had an adult sized flower girl and ring bearer because we didn't have children either. And if my grandma was living, she would have absolutely been up there somewhere. So I think that that's such a beautiful thing that your grandmothers were able to partake, and I bet that it was very special for them. But yeah, I, I think that the unconventional route is just the way to go. Like, who cares about tradition? Like, we're in 2021. Like, this is gonna if you're not paying for this. <laughs> you don't really get an opinion. Like it's going to be our wedding and it's going to be our way. 
Um, so yeah, I, I wish that my grandmother could have been my flower girl. That makes me so happy. Yeah, well, y'all already know which direction I'm gonna take. Tony, you finna <laughs> talk about some little kids at her wedding. Yes, I gotta, <laughs> gotta have my little babies there walking down the aisle. I have to have my little cousins crying. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I'm have to be traditional. Okay. Well, that's just you because yeah. I do not agree. <laughs> I will go the grandma route, honestly. All right. Um, making your mom the, your maid of honor or letting your mom just be the mother of the bride. Well, my mom was my maid of honor, was one of my maid of honors. So um, my mom is just really like my best friend. And so if I, if I, if it had to boil down and I only have one maid of honor, then it would have been my mom. So that's my easy answer to that one. Okay. I think that's a really hard question. I think my mom essentially, you know, I I agree. She is my best friend as well. But in my wedding, my father passed away in 2012. So my mom walked me down the aisle. So I walked halfway by myself and she met me halfway and then escorted me the rest of the way and gave me away. So, so you know, I think, again, you know, do whatever you can do, what do whatever is whatever you like. You know, she was she was very involved, like just like what you said, in a maid of honor role. She was with me for every dress fitting. She was with me when I tried on all my dresses and, and you know, I FaceTimed her when she wasn't there and things of that nature. So. The traditional maid of honor role. I love it. This is also a hard question, but I think I'm going to just have my mom uh, be the mother of the bride. And just because I already have like my my team, my group, you know, that I want to actually stand up there with me. So um, I'm going to have her uh, yeah, be the mother of the bride. How about you, Ashley? Probably the same, but I probably do something to let her know she's a little bit more special than like everybody else there. Cause I feel like everybody, of course they're looking at the bride and you know, they, people are like, they're looking at the groom too. Okay. Yeah. But they really looking at the bride, but they also looking at her mom. Like it's such a big day for mom as well. So especially if you're the only girl or the only child. And in my case, I am the only child <laughs> on my mom's side. So um, you know, I would I want her to know that this is very much her day to celebrate okay. as well. Yeah. All right. Last round. Uh let's see. Okay, so including his family on your side of the bridal party or like his friends that, you know, if he had like a really good girlfriend or something like that, including her on your side or just letting your side be your side and his side be his. Um, I initially, you know, in my head wanted it to be that way. Um, that was always my goal to have like a blended situation that way. Um, but it just didn't because, you know, the five and five, it just didn't work out that way. So I, I would, and I, I initially wanted it to be that way. Yeah. Um, so we, we had it that way. We had, um, my brothers were, I mean, we didn't really have, it's, it's tough because, we didn't really call people like bridesmaids and groomsmen. We're like, you coming down the aisle. <laughs> we, like, you're our entourage. Like, you're just going to come down the aisle, and then you're going to go sit down. So we, like, everybody sat down. Like, no one stood up next to us. It was just, like, the two of us. Like, everybody walked in, 
And then I think they stood there until I came in. And then after I came in, everybody sat down. But yeah, my brothers were on his side and then he has one sister. And so she stood up like on my side until everybody sat down. And then after the wedding was over, we agreed that we wanted to take pictures like on the beach, just the two of us, like with no bridal party. So we didn't do like this whole shebang of like groomsmen pictures and bridesmaids pictures. Like we were like, we're going to go take pictures with just the two of us. Um, So we just took like one group picture of like all the siblings and parents. And that was it. Like we were done with pictures with for them, you know, and then we just got a bunch of pictures of just the two of us. And that allowed them probably to enjoy the cocktail hour and, you know, yep. the recept or the beginning of the reception and stuff a little bit more. So Correct. And y'all got more photos together. So that works out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the goal was for us to take a lot of pictures together. Gotcha. Okay. Tania, what about you? Yeah, I'm going be a little different here. I, I want everyone to be together, you know? So yeah. How about you? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I would, I don't know. I'm like Jasmine, you know, initially had these thoughts of everybody being blended and whatnot. And I mean, if we look at our bridal party as it stands right now, um, that's the case. However, knowing what I know now, and if I could do things over, it would be just my people over here, your people over there. We don't have to mix and mingle. Um, and I think, I mean, he he was more of whatever you want to do, I'll do that. So however many people I need to match your folks, that's fine. But yeah, planning wedding, getting caught up in folks' expectations and hopes and dreams of the wedding and what your wedding party looks like. Uh, yeah, that's, that was a fun um, little thing that I got caught into. And the fact I think I had expectations of like, you know, we're all just going to be like buddy, buddy and having amazing group chats all the time and inside jokes and all this stuff. And everybody was going to be all warm and fuzzy. And that was not my reality. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so we're done with this or that. Um, we are going to take a very, very quick break for an ad. Once we're done with that, we'll just uh, dig straight into all this good bridal party conversation. Hey, everyone. For those of you who have not checked us out on whoido.com, girl, what are you waiting on? Go on over there and browse the site. We have incorporated the Whoido shop where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, and many other items. If you are interested in being one of our featured guests, you can also find that information on there as well. Please continue to support our socials and you might be seeing us on the big screen one day. You know, you never know. But as always, we love y'all and we wish you much love and success. All right, so we're back and we're talking about bridal parties, but like the expectation of the folks in your bridal party and who, like there's a lot, you know, like I was just saying kind of before the break, you kind of have in one mind, this expectation of like what bridal parties are going to be like and the bridal shower and the bachelorette and everything's going to be all kumbaya and cute and fun and fuzzy inside. And that happens for some people. It does not happen for everybody. And so um, I really, you know, want this conversation and kind of was thinking we could talk more about kind of those expectations of 
like being a good bridesmaid, being a supportive bridesmaid um, versus those that aren't because a lot of people sign up for it and don't really fulfill their duties all the way. And then some people know good and well, they shouldn't have said yes from jump. And so I want to talk about all that in between. So we're going to get into that. So um, Tania, take it away. Yes, we're going to dive right on in. So what is your definition of a good bridesmaid, in your opinion? I would say an easy person, just like easy to get along with, with other people, and just considerate of, you know, you're, you're here to be more of a support role, like it's not exactly your day, like, yeah, we want you to come and have a good time and be a part of everything. Just, just not too many opinions or like strong, strong, strong opinions. Because when you have too many opinions, things just get kind of crazy. But yeah, definitely hold me accountable. If I have this idea that is just like wild and out of the ordinary, like definitely hold me accountable. But just be easy. Just have an easy, breezy, go with the flow type personality. I think that would probably be like the ideal bridesmaid. How about you, Jasmine? I I agree with, I think, um, a personality that meshes well with others because you do have to be able to work well with others. I think that, you know, not just you are the supporting role. It's, It's not your day at all. It's not about you at all. And that being said, um, you know that, you know, I, I had someone say, well, what do I get out of this? And that is, is shocking as a bridesmaid you get out of this. And I had to, and in that conversation, I had to reflect on that question, you know, as the bridesmaid in, in answering that, what do I get out of this? If your bridesmaid was to say to you in, in that, what do I get out of this and bring your bridesmaid? Right. And so that kind of took me off, you know, shocked me, took me off guard. And so I, in, in reflecting on that question, you know, my, my response is that you would want some, when it is your day, you would want someone to be there and be your supporting role and do these things, whatever these things are for you, because, because a bridesmaid for me and a bridesmaid for you and a bridesmaid for Ashley and a bridesmaid for Shantae is going to look different for every single person, right? What I require is different than what the next person requires, right? So your day is going to come. And you're going to want, you know, you're going to want, you're going to need or whatever in some role, in some capacity. So that's what you get out of it. You got to give to get in some way. Who, Jasmine? <laughs> I'm just like, who, who are these people? <laughs> I had, I don't want to say I had a rough time, but it was interesting. Gotcha. So while we're still talking about this, Define a bad bridesmaid. And I really feel like, you know, whoever that person was, I mean, I don't want to call her bad, but that was a a horrible question to ask. So, I mean, especially to the bride, like. I think when, you know, when becoming a bride and having a bridesmaid, you know, you got to be good on both ends right? You got to be a good exactly. bride and a good bridesmaid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in being a good bride to a good bridesmaid, you have to set your expectation, right? Be clear from day one. I always tell people when you have your proposal, 
don't just say, oh, will you be my bridesmaid? And it's, you know, you popping bottles and it's fun and all of that. Okay, once all that, once all that's done, before they say yes and what they can do, you need to set out. Number one, this is these are my expectations for the next year or whatever. My my I was I had a year and a half right before I was getting married. OK, so these are the things that I expect from you as my bridesmaid. If you cannot do any of these things, please decline and, and no hard feelings, because I don't want to lose my relationship with you because we've been friends for the last. 15 years or whatever, I don't want to lose my relationship with you because you have failed me in some way or because you feel that I'm asking too much of you, right? So I'm going to list all these things out for you, what my expectations are, okay? And and these are the, uh, the things that I've already set in motion, like I've already booked the bridal shower hall, I've already found the caterer, or, or I'm planning to pay for the caterer, or I'm planning to pay for this, and I'm planning to buy your accessories, I'm planning to have your hair already paid for, so don't worry about that, all you got to do is buy your dress, or whatever your plan is, right? And if they say no, you have to be prepared to accept that and move on, right? So... I think that um, if your bridesmaids accept that, you know, those lists of expectations and then they still fail you in some way, I don't think that that's being a great bridesmaid. I mean, I think that, um, you know, every, you know, some things come up in everybody's life, right? And, you know, those things, you have to take that into account. But I think that if you've already had a conversation with, with these people and they've said, okay, Jasmine, I can meet your expectations um, and we've had these discussions and I'm, I'm raring to go, I can be the best that I can be for you, then those are the expectations that you sh- should be able to accept, right? This is true. What's your take on it, Shantae? Yeah. Um, in hindsight, I think... Some sort of a discussion on, um, you know, what's expected is probably necessary or a discussion on what's not expected (laughs) um, is necessary because people have in their, people have in their head what their duties or responsibilities are or what they're entitled to as a part of the, the celebration that may be a totally different reality than what it really was. And so for me, even though I just had three maid of honors and then siblings coming down the aisle, there was still some miscommunications or misunderstandings of like what your, what people's roles were. Um, We also allowed all of our siblings to have their spouse like escort them down the aisle. Um, So like his brother, you know, our best man, his wife walked him down the aisle and then my brother, his wife walked him down the aisle. So, um, so it can be like blurred lines of, are you a bridesmaid or are you an escort sort of situation? Um, so yeah, I think that everybody's roles and expectations, if there's anything in hindsight that I could go back and do, that would probably, probably be one of the things like, you know, this is all that I expect of you, nothing more, nothing less. And what do you have an expectation of me? you know, as well. So that, that way I can make sure that there's nothing that you're expecting of me that's not happening, you know? But yeah, this, this whole situation can get very, 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 very tricky and emotional and evoke feelings from different people. It's just really tough being the bride. It really is. It's 
It's definitely um, more than just getting married and coming down the aisle. And at the end of the day, you don't want to lose your friends over it. You don't want to yeah. friends or family because a lot of times people have have bridesmaids that are that are family. A lot of and and interestingly enough, family members get upset over weddings. Family members who knew that this is supposed to be a joyous occasion and bring families together, it can end up tearing families apart. You know, it's just you want to just keep everything intact and and end up building, not tearing, not tearing things down. So I agree. I agree. Um, uh, this is such like, like it's supposed to be like a joyous occasion, but you also have to think about, you know, the things that could possibly happen by you asking your friends or your family member to be a part of your day. And I think honestly, like it's just so much easier just to have them as a guest, but mm-hmm. you know, but you also have your friends that be like, I can't believe you didn't ask me to be in your bridal party. I can't. So it's kind of like it's a catch twenty two, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. And there's a lot of this you can't really even predict until you're no. going through it. Like, not at all. There are friendships that have been lost because of like what occurred within after one was asked to be like a bridesmaid or a maid of honor in somebody's mm-hmm. wedding and it's like if that were never even the case like would this friendship have still existed or you know like uh, oh my gosh but at the same time they do tell you like you really learn true people's colors once you get engaged like folks will yeah i heard um, like once you hit your 30s and once you get engaged, you'll definitely like there will be some friends that just kind of like go by the wayside. And I was when I got engaged, I was like, who is going to be like, who who's it going to be on my side? Like, is it going to happen? Like, is this really a thing that happens to everybody? Because I had already like in previous years lost who I thought was going to be like somebody that would have been a bridesmaid. So I'm like. Is it going to be somebody else? Like, who? dang. But, um, yeah, you, you, it's interesting to see how people show up for you um, when you're engaged. Whew, okay. Very true. Um, so kind of speaking on, so Jasmine was mentioning earlier about, you know, like you see stuff in the news. I'm mean, not on the news, but like on TV and like they have a certain kind of, like the media portrays bridal parties in a certain way. Like brides are usually like bridezillas or whatever, or like, you know, you have the fairy tale princess or the girl that's been dreaming of her wedding day since she was a child. And then you have the bridal party or, you know, the friends and the bachelorette It's all framed in a particular way. Like, do y'all have any particular examples of like maybe good bridesmaids or bad bridesmaids or like bridal parties that you remember seeing on TV, like in years past, or it, it could even be recent too, but more so growing up. I don't have any. That's a tough one. I don't have any. Okay. I kind of remember seeing like steel magnolias when I was little or Okay. Um, Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. I remember watching my best friend's wedding, um, and that's not so much like um, like really like based around bridesmaids, but just so much like oh, the bride and the planning and the, mm-hmm. the like the excitement and the grandiosity, and then something tragic happens. 
or but you know it all ends up being great or or it ends up or you know it has I remember thinking about how fun it is going to be to go dress shopping just because of all that we see on TV and movies and things like that and I just did not enjoy it I felt like it was very tedious Me neither. and stressful <laughs> that is and so true I felt, you know, the the choice of do I get one custom made or, you know, trying or the one that I saw here or there or trying the trunk sale one or, you know, just it just was very the dress shopping was stressful. I did not enjoy it at all. I'm like, when does it get fun? When 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 does the fun happen for the dress shopping? Because right. it was not fun at all. I didn't like a lot of things. Right. I, they were all ugly. I even I even went to Vera Wang. I was at that point. I was like, I don't care how much it costs. I just want a dress I like. I'll pay whatever it costs. Let's do it. And I just it wasn't fun. They were even like have the champagne and all of that. We were doing all of that. Just didn't find. Eventually I did, but it just was, it was stressful. It was not what they, what I feel like I would see on TV. They definitely make up the whole bridal shopping experience into something it is completely not. And I feel like you are one of just like many brides that we have talked to, including my own personal experience. I was like, it was trash for me. Like it was not fun. I didn't find anything in my size. I didn't find anything that light. I didn't find anything that flattered my shape. Like this happened or that happened or like it just... It sucks because that's like one of the biggest parts of like getting engaged. Like people ask you right after you get engaged, have you have you looked for a dress yet? Have you gone dress shopping yet? And it's like when you finally get to that point, this is not what it was made out to be. Like I'm going through I'm looking at all these freaking dresses online. Y'all don't have these dresses in the store or you have it in a different color and you don't have an example of that color to show me or um, it's not in my size. So then dealing with a whole bunch of like, just a bunch of blank looking dresses. I was fine with them not being in my size because I can get a good like understanding of what it's going to be. So I'm fine with that, but I just did not find that. And I traveled, I would go from Atlanta to San Francisco, to LA, to Houston. I was all over the country looking for dresses. I, I'm like, I don't care where we got to go. I'm going to find a dress. Right. And I would drag my mom along with me. We going to find a dress in D.C. We go everywhere. <laughs> We're looking for dresses. And I find it funny that you said, you know, like as soon as you got engaged, they're like, did you find a dress? I, I felt the day we got engaged and we would call and, you know, like tell my and his family, the first thing they said was, do you have a date yet? What are your colors? What are, and so I immediately have this anxiety. Am I supposed to know these things? What, I, I've only had the ring two hours. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so now I'm about colors. I'm like, we need a date. We need colors. I need bridesmaids. Like in the first two hours, we didn't sleep the whole night. The whole night we did not sleep because I have massive anxiety about things that people are asking me that I do not know. Accordingly, the another a pro tip: if you when you get engaged, so an, initially I said, 
when he asked me, oh, like, what, what kind of proposal when we were just, you know, like talking and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I want, you know, like the Instagram pro- proposal. Oh, you know, like your friends and your family and all of that. If I could do it over again, just me and him, we'll do some cell phone pictures and then I'd keep it to myself for a week and be like, oh, last week, by the way, this is what happened. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Like it. Mm-hmm. Keep it to yourself at least for some days or some weeks or whatever because as soon as it happens it it it's like fire it just goes and goes and it's it's full-on stress from the moment we went from like oh we're fine and traveling every five days we're in a different city to everybody wants wedding 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 news and i'm like i don't have anything yet i don't i just got it two hours ago i don't know and I'm so type A, I feel like I need to know, and I don't know. But it's, I think that's really because so many women are supposed to dream of this day. This is their, like, pinnacle of, like, their womanhood is getting engaged and getting married. So beforehand, you have to have all this stuff mapped out because you've been mentally preparing for your husband before you even met him, before he was even a boyfriend, like there, and I don't even know if that's a, like a thing that people assume that like everybody does because you hear a lot of girls are like, I was dreaming of my wedding day since I was a little girl. Not everyone feels that way. Not everyone, or even if they were, maybe like, as you got to be an adult, that image of, it does, because it's like, maybe you're not with that person anymore. Maybe, you know, something in your life has happened and you're no longer that same person. Not to say something traumatic has to happen, but like, we don't have to put our marriage as like that thing that we've been aspiring for. Like, I mean, all of us here, we all have degrees. We've all accomplished like things in our like professional you know careers that should be just as important right but like the second you get engaged I guess they just assume because you're a woman you have to have already had some image in mind of what your wedding was going to look like you had to have known that your colors were going to be like purple in fuchsia or whatever like you were going to have a fall wedding and it was going to be outside or you were going to have this type of venue or you're going to wear this style dress. Like you had to have known something. And it's like, nope. <laughs> like okay. even talking to wedding vendors and they're like, oh, well, what, um, you know, what, do you have any Pinterest boards? Like I had a Pinterest board that was updated five years before, or like four years before. So I'm not going off this old ass Pinterest board because that's not even my style anymore. Like I don't even dress like that anymore. I don't even, that moment in time to me was associated with the guy I was with at that period of time. I'm not with him no more. So I don't want his wedding with, you know, so that was such a great point. Um, It's like, I, I just got engaged. Let's bask in just the newness of engagement. All of yes, just for a little I bit. I couldn't even really enjoy that moment in time, just because it was just full on immediate stress. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We were we were out of town when we got engaged, but I remember like telling my mom like later, later that night, and like telling her, "Please don't tell everybody." Like for one, like I'm out of town. Like let me enjoy my vacation, but. 
people have good intentions. They're like, congratulations, when's the wedding? When's this? When's that? I'm like, just let me get back to Atlanta. Like, let me enjoy my vacation. (laughs) You know, before the floodgates, like, totally, totally, totally open up. And then people get offended because what my mom did is she's like, Shantae just got engaged, but don't say anything to her. She don't want nobody to know yet. So then you have aunties and uncles like, you didn't want us to know? Like, wedding planning is stressful. (laughs) (laughs) It's stressful. It's no way to make everybody happy. It's impossible. If you want to please everybody, you're going to stress yourself out by trying to please everybody. And then if you do exactly what you want to do, you're going to naturally hurt feelings along the way, too. So just deciding to have a wedding, period, is accepting the stress that comes along with it. Very Even down to your wedding day, well people said. are going to complain. Well said. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> I don't even know, like, now which direction I want to take this. Um, kind of trying to go back a little about bridal parties. Honestly, okay, what, I guess, expectations did you have initially, like, with your bridal party? Or what did you set with them? Um, I think I had typed up, like, a list. And I I told them, you know, whatever bachelorette they planned, because I knew that they were going to plan a bachelorette. I told them that I had already taken off, you know, by the time I had asked them, I had already taken off certain days of work which was because I always take off this time of year, which is around my birthday. So please plan it that time of year. I don't care where we go, what we do. Y'all pick it. I'm cool with whatever. Um, so, but just make sure it's around that time of year. And I said, um, I had told them, like I had already, like I told you guys, I had already paid for the venue and the caterer. All you guys have to do is decorate it for the bridal shower. And then I said, you know, let's just make sure that whenever we are or I'm trying to communicate with you guys, just respond to me within 24 hours, like 24 to 48 hours. And I told them that I would be creating like a um, group chat on WhatsApp or something like that so that we can all stay in constant communication, you know, when necessary or something along those lines. Um, So just pretty much don't ignore my text when I'm trying to get to you. And, um, and that I would be picking a dress that's, you know, trying to be budget friendly and that's it. And I would be buying their accessories and paying for their hair. And that was it. And, and, and because I know all these girls, like I already know like their personalities and stuff like that. So I never felt like it would be a problem or, you know, they know I'm not going to be calling them at two, like all times of the day or all times of the night. I'm not really bugging people or anything like that like oh every five minutes or things of that nature so it was really just when we were coming together about certain things or like hey I picked this dress do you guys like this style do you like this style does this flatter trying to find a bridesmaid dress that fits everybody yeah so I do like the idea more so of Y'all pick something all in the same color, all with the same material, which originally was my idea, but that's harder to do with the same material and the same color. My color, my bridesmaid color was ivory. So that's, that's easier with black. So trying to find something that fits everybody, I was able to do it, Mm -hmm. but that's, unless you're doing something custom, like when you go to a designer and they just 
get everybody's measurements and they make something custom for everybody, which is also really nice. It's just more expensive. Very. What about you? Sean? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like set any expectations of anyone um, up front. Again, that's something that I, I wish that that I did. I just told them, you know, I'd be buying their dress. You know, all they would have to do is pay for their travel. And I, I did tell them, don't worry about buying me anything. You know, for bridal shower, I will cover venue. I'll cover food. For bachelorette party, I had my husband reach out to my maid of honor. Um, I was like, what's the easiest way to do this? Because I know that they're not going to accept money from me. So I had my husband reach out and I had him say, hey, we're sending you a few hundred dollars. But, so he sent them money to plan bachelorette so that it wouldn't seem like it was coming from me, but from him. Um, just so that it didn't, because money is what makes people like get in their emotions too. And I mean, naturally, like whether you have a lot or you don't have a lot, it's still like a thing, right? Like people are cost conscious in general. Um, so I, I didn't want money to interfere with anyone's like anything. So I wanted to alleviate as much as I could, especially because my wedding wasn't in town and especially because I didn't give much notice. We got married and engaged all in the same year. So yeah, this, the whole, it just brings back so many thoughts and memories and like, what could you have done differently? And if you did do it differently, what would have been the different outcome? And it still all leads to feelings. You know, people would still be in their feelings. No matter what you go back and change or what you would have done differently, it still unfortunately puts people in their feelings no matter what. I have a question for you, Shantae. Do you think during your process, did you lose friendships? And of those, if you did lose friendships, do you have regret over those lost friendships? Have you missed any of those friendships that you've lost? I, I don't know if I've actually like completely lost any friendships, but the friendships are not, some of my friendships are not the same. Um, especially when you see how people are, like I was saying earlier about weddings and funerals, like when, when you see how people really, really show their true inner core selfishness, it's like, I'm just going to maneuver differently, but now I know exactly who you are. Like, I know who you are to the core, like, from this particular situation. So I'm just going to maneuver differently. And when I maneuver dis differently, it will probably cause you to maneuver differently. So I think that there's just some maneuver changes. Um, not too many, um, but definitely I would be remiss if I didn't say that there's been, you know, some maneuver changes from pre-wedding to after-wedding. Yeah. I don't know a bride that can, have y'all had any brides that come on and they're like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Like, <laughs> we have, we, we did. Yeah. Really? We, <laughs> we had, so maybe just like one that we know of, um, that we kind of asked about this. Um, she did say, it was very laid back. Nobody really, I, I think her expectations with everyone w was, um, I want to say low, but it was just kind of like, I don't need a lot. You don't have to do a lot. And so that's how it was for them. I also want to say that was an interracial bridal party. So some of those girls were white. Like I want to say her matron of honor was a white girl or her maid, somebody there were several white women in her bridal party, but that's because those were like her college friends and people she grew up with. And she was like, yeah, it was chill. We had a good, like, we didn't have any real issues. It, not to say that. That's amazing. 
Yeah, not to say that that like you know the key is to have like a white girl in your bridal party, but um, there I think we have heard of some that and they didn't go like into full detail, but that there were issues um, or not or things didn't go as smoothly as they thought, or maybe they had the expectation that like this one is going to be the one that like she gonna be the one to like you know plan this and do this and blah 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 and that might've been somebody that was checked out for the most part or not participating as much as everybody else. And so in hindsight, it's like, okay, this one who I thought was just probably going to do just enough kind of exceeded my thoughts of how she'd be as a bridesmaid. So that made our relationship grow um, even more, which is sad that, you know, I guess, I don't know, I guess people kind of assume this is like a group project that the teacher doesn't get to see or something. Like, you know, everyone could do enough just to pass, but it's like, no, for the most part, especially if your maid of honor is extremely plugged in and is, you know, not trying to burden you, but is sharing information with you, like, no, so-and-so did not do so-and-so or no, I'm still waiting on, you know. This yeah, that happened too. <laughs> like my mom was in a wedding um, a few years ago and um, she dealt with a little bit of that. And these are older women, obviously, right? But the fact <laughs> that there were some that were like putting in more money, putting in more time and being more of the actual bridesmaids or maid of honors that she wanted. And then the other ones are really just like skating on the effort of these two or three women. And there's like seven of y'all and not to say everyone's financial. Like it doesn't always even have to be a financial thing, right? Like your effort as a bridesmaid does not have to tie into how much money you spent, like being there and being that person that's like, okay, look, you might only have $500 that you could budget for this thing. And that can include everything, the bachelorette, the bridal shower, this and other. But because you know you might not have as much as everybody else, then put in that effort somewhere else. I'm going to help so-and-so with the planning. Do you need me to call blah, 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 blah? You need me to research. You need me to show up early and set up the decorations. You need me to, like, put in your, like, show the effort. Put in your words. Like, you were Mm -hmm. asked to be this role in this role for a particular reason that doesn't mean drop the ball like i i've even heard about um somebody was saying who shared with us like on our um on the podcast instagram that um her bridal party basically like because she got married this year her bridal party dropped the ball and did not do anything like there was no bachelorette there was no zoom bachelorette no zoom bridal shower there was nothing and it was still an in-person wedding so it's like you can show up and put on this dress and take pictures and be in these photos but you don't have the decency to celebrate me for an hour hour and a half even with a glass of wine in front of your freaking laptop you know like at the very least that's part of like why we wanted to have this conversation because we know it, there's not a lot of warm and fuzzy when it comes to bridal parties and yeah. like having folks in your way or even wedding guests. Like we've heard of folks that are like, you know what, um, you know, you invited me to this wedding. But like I was saying before, like the one that, well, it's COVID. Um, so do I have to get her something off the registry? What do you mean? Like, well, wedding guests, now that's a, that's a whole nother 
situation now. Now, now, no, wait a minute. Now, wedding guests—they gonna disappoint you too. Now, I've had wedding <laughs> guests come, and they came to the ceremony, and then they was like, "All right, we leaving." Wait a minute. Now, I don't pay. Let me tell you how much these plates cost. Now, wait, 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 wait. You gonna eat this food and and something now? Wait, because I could have gave this seat to somebody else. Okay, I've had wedding guests say they was going to come and they were coming out of state and then two days before was like oh I'm not going to make it now you knew you weren't going to make it seven days ago now I could have gave your seat to somebody else right I've had wedding guests like just purely not show up and not say anything so it's always going to be people at your wedding that just don't like and my my wedding planner just told me this already she was like now you know all 175 are not going to show up and that's, again, that's another great thing about a destination wedding. You know, at a destination wedding, once they buy their ticket, they're going to come unless they just happen to miss their flight. <laughs> well, we still had cancellation, out. too. Uh-huh. Yeah, we still had, yeah. I, I don't think you can avoid it. I mean, and even being a planner of destination weddings, I mean, cancellation policies are pretty flexible. So, yeah, people, people still can't. We still, we had the week of cancellation for our wedding. And then we had people show up. Now, mind you, I'm the travel agent and the bride. So I booked 105 people. There were two people at my wedding that didn't book through me. How are you not going to book through me and not tell me <laughs> you booked through somebody else and still show up to my wedding? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you cannot put anything past people, people in general. But mm-hmm. I think people just honestly, there's so much to talk about when it comes to just wedding etiquette, bridesmaid etiquette, groomsmen etiquette, guest etiquette, even taking pictures at the ceremony. When you have a sign up that says, hey, no pictures at the ceremony. You know, this is a, uh, what did I call it? people out. I see you with your phone. Go on and put that down. Oh, I love it. I need it. Started. And then when we got up there, she was like, okay, so for all you people with your phones, just go ahead and get it out the way. Get your first picture of the bride and the groom and let everybody with their phone. Because, you know, some people, it's just like an addiction. And she let everybody get their phones, mm-hmm. take one quick picture, and put it on back down. Put it away. Because I get it. You just can't help it. You just have to <laughs> something Uh, but it's sad because it's like okay so folks I feel like people our age should be more like sensitive to it where it's like okay if the bride said or if there was a sign that said it was unplugged then it's unplugged I feel like that's more for the older folks but then you do see like on both sides like younger people making sure they're like pulling up their phone or you could not even not even say it's your wedding. You're just scrolling through Instagram one day, looking at different Insta stories, and you just see somebody's wedding. You ain't never met this person before, but your friend or someone you follow on Instagram is at a wedding, and they might not be live streaming it, 
but they could okay as the bride walks down like got that or got the kiss or got you know the bride exiting with her husband now right or you know like different little snaps like throughout or stories or whatever like during the reception and it's like can this moment not just kind of be like does it have to be so instantaneous can it can this not just be a video you captured on your phone that maybe you upload tomorrow or later like no people feel like they have to i don't know they have to i don't know (laughs) wedding guests yes basically back to what you were saying like wedding guests uh can also disappoint you can also be just as horrible as everybody else but yeah this conversation was about bridal parties but i did (laughs) oh my gosh how often did you communicate with your bridesmaids during your whole planning process um i would use the um the the app you know the for like group the group yeah okay um the whatsapp or whatever um for group needs and that's where I would put information, like, because we had a welcome happy hour mm-hmm. and, like, the bridal shower, like, where it was located and, you know, who to contact there when they needed to set up or break down or things of that nature. Like, pertinent information, I would put it all in there for them. And, you know, like, if I needed to talk to individual people, I would just text them individual. I wasn't like, oh, every Monday we need to talk or every Tuesday we needed to talk. It was just when necessary. Gotcha. Okay. And I'm sure, but I'm sure outside of me, they would talk to each other. I do know that for a fact. Outside of me, they would have maybe a monthly meeting or a weekly meeting. I'm not yeah. sure what that schedule was. Shantia, yeah, I, know you didn't I didn't have, have any. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any like formal uh, communications like that. Okay. So the people that you did text, did they respond back to you? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Good. I never had any issues. With that. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. But I feel like the list of expectations is really all common sense stuff. Please I mean, explain it, to me. I mean, it you is. Know, it is, is like common decency but stuff. With a wedding, things aren't really common sense. Is what I'm going with and saying is that you have to lay out some real common sense expectations, like. Let's be reminded that I'm getting married and you're a support. You're a bridesmaid. You're not the bride. Um, if and there I'm are deadlines. To, yeah. If this is the dress code, why? if I'm asking you to wear a long dress, why are you showing up in a short dress? You know, like. <laughs> I also feel like my bridesmaids did really good at being supportive, meaning, you know, how are you doing? The ones that I had left how are you doing? Like checking in on my mental health and is there anything that I can do to help you and just, you know, being supportive of me during the, the, that really stressful time. And also just being my hype man and pumping me up like three more weeks, six more weeks. Yes. You know, you yes. Mrs. Um, Clark says you are yes. excited. <laughs> You know, and on days when I felt like I was not meeting the mark on things that I needed to get done, they would still be like, that's all right. It's going to be all right. You know, just very, very supportive of me um, during that that stressful, I'm not going to make it time. The best hype team that I could have ever prayed for. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, all, all in all, I had an amazing experience. And the ladies that I have 
that I had up there were absolutely amazing, but they're, I don't want to let like a few bad apples make it seem like my experience overall was just terrible because I had a, I had a great experience and I had some real dad, like, I, I mean, like you, you honestly find out who's riding for you. And there were some people that was like riding hardcore, like wheels to the wheels fall off, just like with gifts. Like there were some people who gave some like really nice gifts. And I was like, I didn't expect this from you, you know, like, so you, it's definitely overall best day ever, best people. Um, so I don't want just a few, you know, a few miscommunications to make it seem as if like I'm bad mouthing like my entire like wedding existence because it, it yeah, really no. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, that's how it's supposed to be. Who's, right. who's supposed to be there for you? That's that's God's ultimate plan. Who's supposed to be there yep. is gonna be there. Who's not is not. Whether that whether that relates to guests bridesmaids whoever that is god's ultimate plan and and last minute cancellations even at a destination wedding that was supposed to happen if anything it shows you who is truly in your corner who's truly going to be there for you and your husband versus who isn't because for those that whether they're a bridal party guests what have you if they don't show up or if they don't do at least what you at the very least expected them to do by now seeing that you know where they prioritize you in their life and you can do the same you know like there's no point in holding like trying to you know if you basically have shown me that I obviously don't care to care or, you know, you don't care about me, rather, then that's fine. Okay, now I know what it is. Now, you know, I as a wife now, I know that you're not really, you know, high on the totem pole. Um, so we can move on. One last question for you, ladies. What advice would you give to, like, anybody that is going or is contemplating accepting their friend's invitation to be in their bridal party? I would say know that it is it's a job. It's not what, you know, TV makes it seem. Uh, you know, I think the first time I was like, "Oh, it's going to be fun and games and you know, yes, I'm there to be supportive, which you are there to be supportive, but it's work. It is it is work from the moment you touch down, the moment you wake up to the moment it's the party is over with. Um and so keep that in mind and also bear in mind what you get out of it is that you are there to be supportive of your friend and supportive of her union and her union to her husband. And not just on that day, but forever, forever, forever. That is your job to be um, whatever she needs, whether that is to lift her up, to hear her vent. And after she then still be supportive. And that's it. I'm with it. That's it, Shantae. <laughs> I mean, oh, basically. As far as like, what, what, yeah, what advice yeah. would I give? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was spot on, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's okay. It's okay to say no. Like, I mean, I feel like we're, we're doing real life adulting. So I rather right. you be upfront and honest with me that you just have too much life happening right now and you just don't have time to make this commitment rather than to stick around and do a piss poor job 
and um and not take it serious like I would for you. So I just I would rather, you know, just be a guest. It's totally okay. Being a guest is actually way more fun. Like it really is. So yeah, I just I'm all about just the upfront the uncomfortable conversations are okay. Like it's totally, totally, totally okay to have some real girl talk. Like, girl, you know I love you. I love you to death. But I just got a lot going on. I'm trying to have a baby. I got this business going on. Like I don't think it's the right time for me to commit to being in in a wedding right now. And I think most people that are at the stage of getting married, especially if you're like in your late twenties or you're, you're in your thirties, someone says something like that to you. You're not taking it like offensively. You're like, Oh, okay, girl. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Like, that's fine. I I remember one of my friends, even before we got engaged was like, I don't want to be in nobody's wedding party because she was already in one. And so for her, it was like, I'm at capacity. (laughs) Like, even though the weddings wouldn't have occurred in the same kind of like time frame, still, that's, I'm already taking, you know, doing this. And like, you know, folks are having babies or trying to have babies or buying houses or moving or switching jobs or got a thousand things going on and they should be able to prioritize themselves first, even if they're in your bridal party. Um, So I think y'all have given us so much good nuggets um, (laughs) for people to chew on and think of, especially, you know, girls that are like Tania, you know, on the verge of that stage in life or someone who's, you know, kind of going through that now, or, you know, maybe COVID could be your way out of, you know what, we're not going to do a bridal party anymore. Like that could be, that could be your way out, you know, especially if they ain't buy no clothes yet, you know, (laughs) like there's no dresses (laughs) purchased, no money has been incurred yet. Like, I mean, look, this is bridal parties and being in somebody's bridal party it is such a huge decision and it's such a huge task to take on so if you are going to do it don't do it lightly so ladies thank you for that we are not going to let y'all go just yet we're almost done um I'm going to be honest, we don't even need unsolicited advice this week because this episode was really enough Oh, it was was the notes that you should you should be taking like if you have enough unsolicited advice exactly like (laughs) it's okay to say no if you don't just put folks in your bridal party just to put them in your bridal party like if you know they're gonna ride for you and you'll be their friend 5 10 20 years from now then yes but look it's okay we're gonna move into the wedding vendor love shout out so um shantae i'm gonna have you go first who would you like to shout out today sure (laughs) i would like to shout out just book it travel a lot of people don't realize this but if you are planning a destination wedding um and you really want to make your life easy with planning you seriously need a great travel agent your travel agent is going to work harder for you than any other vendor Uh, We work really closely with uh, coordinators on the ground. So if you're planning a wedding in Mexico, then we have support for you on the ground in Mexico, Jamaica, Dominican Republic. We pretty much are the entire package. So for all destination wedding brides, I don't know another company out there that would handle your wedding like Just Book It Travel would do. www.justbookittravel.com. 
Girl, that's a whole commercial right there. Like you did that. <laughs> you know she been practicing. Hey, listen, when you don't get a paycheck every two weeks, you gotta figure out that elevator pitch real quick. That's real. That is so real. <laughs> Who do you have this week? So I have Tori Williams of Tori Williams at Tori Williams Events. That's her Instagram. She did my uh, wedding planning. She did full service wedding planning for me and literally was a gift from God for very stressful uh, moments. She saved me from which she's just amazing. She does um, luxury wedding planning um, in the Atlanta area as well as destination weddings. I also have um, uh, Rev Roxy um, and her Instagram is at married by Rev Roxy. And she uh, was our officiant, um, which her and our husband also did our premarital counseling um, virtually and which was amazing that they did it jointly which we really enjoyed to have um, a woman and a man's perspective to, which my husband really enjoyed to hear a man's point of view on certain issues and, and things when we were doing our premarital counseling. Um, and she customizes um, the service for you um, because she gets to know you from the premarital counseling and things of that nature. She did amazing. And then um, my third vendor for today is um, DJ uh, J Smooth, and his Instagram is at DJ J Smooth eighty two, which he just kept the party going. Um, he was so much fun. Um, he and the MC they uh, meet with you a few times before to get your vibe and what you're looking for which um, they just have awesome personalities. We didn't even have to give them too much. They just knew um, and could feel out the room, um, which they had something for the older people and everything for the young people. It was just amazing, an awesome party. That was literally what I was looking forward to. So very nice. Yes. I love it so much. Your vendors are like all famous. Like Jace Move is the best. Like they did my 30th birthday party a few years ago. And I have, like, two girlfriends who are using Tori Williams. So that's amazing, too. Like, I really, really, really love that you supported all Black local vendors for yes. your wedding planning. Yes, 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 yes. That was that. you know, we got to keep the money Black. Right. <laughs> yes. Ashley, who do you have? Um, so I have an Atlanta bridal hairstylist um her name is deanna and her instagram is brides by deanna um and she does everybody's hair black white whatever um but i like how she does all different styles so if you want a natural hairstyle um for your wedding she could do that or if you want you know traditional updo or a bun or um like curls you know like your hair down she can take care of that as well yeah great work and if you're in that atlanta area like i said um she's somebody to consider because apparently it's hard finding natural hair bridal hairstylists in atlanta so um yeah you might want to just bookmark that if um that's something you're considering when that time comes so what about you tania who's your vendor so this week I have a bridal designer. She 
um, was actually on Project Runway, and that was season 14. If you remember um, on the Munaluchi um, magazine cover of Lovey, she's the one who actually designed that dress. Her okay. dresses look very different. Like, I was able to go with Ashley um, to all the stores. I think we went to like eight or 10 or 11. Girl, it was not that many stores. <laughs> it was like six. Anyways, all of anyway. the dresses started to run together. Everything <laughs> started did. to look the same. So what I like about her is that her dresses look different. And it could just be, you know, is the fact that she actually is the one who's designing. She's black. Um, so definitely look her up. Um, again, her name is Lori Underwood. Um, her IG is Lori Bride, and that's L-A-U-R-Y-B-R-I-D-E um, on Instagram, and that's LoriBride.com. So mm-hmm. definitely look her up if you are um, in need of a dress and you don't want to go to the stores. Because so you'll like end up going, else. yeah, gotcha. yeah, you'll end up going to 10 the dress shopping was miserable. I shared that experience <laughs> with you, Jasmine. That was yeah. the worst. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the worst. But now it's over. After after hearing all of your experiences, like I don't even want to go dress shopping. Like I just want to just, you know, have someone make it. I just go for the fitting and then that's it. When I consider mm-hmm. getting it made, and I did have interviews with like some of the top designers, you know, Brides by Nona, uh-huh. um, a, a few the the stressful part of that is that at least in the store you can you can already see and envision and then you know sure. you can alter it to mm-hmm. kind of have it specialized to you right mm-hmm. with that you don't know it's just a drawing right they yeah, they take sure. your measurements and it's just a drawing so what if when it comes out you don't like it right and that and for me is stressful because I'm such a visual person. Like I, when I went and I met with Tori, like when you talked about Pinterest boards, I didn't have a Pinterest board. I kind of, I'm more of like, oh, I see it. I screenshot it, whatever, whatever. When I met with Tori, because because I had interviewed so many wedding planners before I got to her, I had a whole PowerPoint and I'm like, I don't know if this is OCD or crazy or whatever, but I'm like, I want my aisle to look like this. I want my tables to look like this. I want my centerpieces like this. I want this. And I was like, if this is crazy, you don't have to use it. And she's like, oh, no, this is very helpful. Cool. And she's like, can you email this to me? Yes. Because <laughs> at least I'm not flip-flopping or going back and forth. I've, I've decided on something, you know, things of that nature. And I can go forward like that I'm visual in that way as opposed to when you sit down with the designer and they're like well do you like this or do you like that I don't really know I, I like it to look good I want to look snack <laughs> right what's gonna make me look super skinny thin thin <laughs> <laughs> that's how I tell my, my photographer was Stanlow Stanley Bab, and I was mm-hmm. like thin what angle is gonna make me look thin the thinner the better thin <laughs> that's all <laughs> oh goodness y'all are y'all were <laughs> fun y'all were fun i will say that um where can people find y'all if they want to follow you look at more of your instagram photos or i mean your wedding photos or just you know know more about what your life is like and what you're up to nowadays um where can they find you so my Instagram is at Colgate model. 
And my for everything wedding related, our website is www.adreamcomeclark. And that's Clark without an E. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. That is cute. And our wedding hashtag um, is the same. Hashtag a dream come Clark. That's so cute. Um, you can find me at www.justbookittravel.com um, on Instagram at justbookittravel underscore. Um, on justbookittravel.com, I have an entire blog where I take you through my entire wedding planning journey. And there's some pictures on there as well. Um, so that's typically the best place to connect with me. Very nice. This nice. website is gorgeous, by the way. Oh my gosh. Y'all are like giving us like editorial, like model level photography and like just, oh gosh, this is beautiful. This is really beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad y'all's wedding you. page is still up a year later. For us. Oh yeah. That's where it's because, you know, everybody now is like waiting for baby announcements. That's that's the next thing after you get married. That's the next thing. They sure they start right. Like, are we is anything coming? Is anything coming? <laughs> no, nothing but bills are coming. Chill. <laughs> yeah, that's the next thing with like etiquette. It's like people don't really like I will never ever 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 ask another woman when she's having a baby. Right. Like you just do not ask that. And I don't think that I realize that until now that we have been married almost a year and we've been trying profusely to get pregnant for this entire year and it is not easy. I have an OBGYN appointment tomorrow morning at eight fifty. But when people ask that, it's like uh Ask my OBGYN, ask my fertility specialist. That's how I'm starting to respond to people who ask me that question. Like to make them think like, that's not what you ask people. Like that's, it's not okay to ask that. It's such I'm done. I work with learning. babies all day, every day. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. We're good. I was just talking to a friend um, about that over the weekend and how people have such like these you know, we talk about marriage and like the warm and fuzzy and the, you know, the pictures and, you know, all of the good shiny details. But then it's like, okay, now after that, you have like so much that can happen. And I have friends that, you know, like, is there have been a variety of things that have happened, you know, like between, I mean, even with like some of Tania's friends, um, we marriage is a journey, not everything is warm and fuzzy and beautiful and pretty Instagram worthy, right? Yeah. It can't be curated. Some of these struggles that we go through are not the ones that are often talked about or publicized. So yeah, um, I feel y'all on that. But uh Tania, I'll do the closing for us. You can find us on Hue I Do Wed everywhere. Um yeah, you can find Tani and I everywhere as well. <laughs> Demitage for me, <laughs> Belsari, um for her. It's in our Instagram bio. Um, and also, please make sure to pick up a face mask, a hoodie, a sweater, a shirt, whatever for you, your bridal party, or your favorite vendor at shop.huido.com. That's I guess it. that's like, it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. We would, of course, we will keep y'all in mind. If we ever want to talk about weddings again, we will let you know if you want to come. Cool. If not, it's all good. This was a great conversation. Um, all right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you again. Bye.